I'm Cheryl State Bryson, mom, divorcee, health nut, and host of the Healthy Mom After Divorce podcast, where I help divorced moms get healthy, create financial stability, and develop emotional fortitude while they master co-parenting their kids. The place is here, and your time is now. So let's do this. Hey, healthy mamas. So glad you are here today. I am feeling energized and ready to take on the day and the week, and I hope you do too. One of the reasons I am feeling energized and so good is because, as you may or may not know, I recently launched my business and this podcast. Uh, It's been a lot of work and, um, you know, a lot of time and effort's gone into it, but it truly has been a labor of love. And I'm so grateful to be in this new phase of um, my business journey and my life. But as we all know, with all things, there are pros and there are cons. I have been so excited because I knew that this new chapter would bring me closer to you guys and closer to my goals. But I also knew putting myself further and further out there, being vulnerable and sharing what I have gone through would also open me up to criticism and judgment. As a divorced mom, I am sure you have gone through similar things. Find the full transcript of this episode at healthymomafterdivorce.com slash four. So as you move through and eventually get past your divorce, you slowly start to put yourself out there more. So maybe you start posting pictures again on social after taking a hiatus when your marriage broke down. Maybe it's applying for a new job after being a stay-at-home mom during your marriage. Maybe it's entering the dating scene again after years of being in a relationship. Or maybe it's joining the pack at your kid's school after hibernating while dealing with your divorce. Maybe it's volunteering to coach your kid's sports team when you haven't seen any of these parents since your divorce. Or maybe it's starting your own business. I know I can relate to that one. Whatever it is, putting yourself out there again is both exciting and terrifying. You know you want to. You know you're ready. You've worked so hard. And now your confidence is slowly starting to build. But if you're like me, as you get closer and closer to taking the leap, there starts to be these little nagging hesitations. The fragile part of your ego starts asking, what will people think of me? Who am I to think I can get this job? Do I even have what it takes to take the inevitable shots that are coming my way? What will they say when I walk into that school meeting? What has my ex been telling them about me? What if all those parents on my kid's team believe the stuff that my ex has been saying? Everyone has faced these sorts of insecurities, and they often push us right back into our hole. So what do you do? Well, first of all, I have learned that our ego is extremely biased. It is a navel-gazing, self-centered creature. And that isn't a criticism. It's just the way that it is. We are the center of our own universe. We only have one perspective through which to see and experience the world. And it's our own. So 
Naturally, our ego assumes what happens in the world is all about us. Surprise, it's not. And unfortunately, it can use this assumption to make us insecure and create all sorts of stories about what others are thinking and doing and feeling. So let's start with truth number one. Are you ready? Here it is. Most people spend significantly less time thinking about you than you think. Really. This may seem like a fact you already knew, but I'm guessing you forget it every time you start swirling on all the stuff you think people are saying about you and using that as an excuse to not take a chance. Remember, people have so much going on in their lives just like you do. Think of it this way. How often do you actively think about other people and then judge them negatively or gossip about them? Probably pretty rarely, right? It's the same for them about you. Everyone is at the center of their own lives. So with most people, the worst case scenario is you are a fleeting, occasional, and possibly negative thought in their mind that goes as fast as it comes. So you say, okay, Cheryl, I get it. Most people aren't thinking that much about me, but I know there are some that do. I hear you. I really do. And yes, there are some people who do think about you, talk about you, judge and criticize you, either behind your back or to your face. And these are probably the people closest to your divorce, your ex being the main culprit. And if they are not the most stable person, they are probably firing a lot of shots at you and about you. To make matters worse, it's probably not just them. It could also be their new partner, your ex-folks-in-law, some mutual friends of you and your ex, maybe even your own parents or family members. These are the people that had the most intimate involvement in your lives during your marriage and likely during the process of your divorce. And the extra tricky part is that they often know you better than anyone. They know personal details about you and all your weak spots. So when they fire shots, they hit home. So right on cue, here come the insecurities. What happens if I go on a date and run into my ex-sister-in-law while I'm there? Who will she tell? What will she say? Will she confront me? Or what if I post a picture of me and a girlfriend having a girl's weekend at some wineries and my ex sees it? Will he twist it and use it against me? Gossip about me? Then inevitably, the confidence that you had started to build quickly dwindles. And if we can't reel it in, might even stop us in our tracks. Now, you might see a bunch of stuff online or hear people suggest mantras or affirmations to help us get through stuff like this. So some examples would be, oh, I don't care what they think of me, or whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger, or the old adage, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But be honest with yourself. Do any of those actually feel true to you? If you're like me, you actually do care what others think of you, at least to some degree. I try all the time to move down the spectrum of caring less and less, but I'll never be at zero. What doesn't kill me doesn't necessarily make me stronger. Sometimes it takes me down a peg and I have to build back up again. I may be stronger, but maybe not. I may be more fearful or paranoid or anxious. And frankly, words do hurt me. 
Whoever thought that one up was kidding themselves. Who wants to be called names? Trying to move yourself forward, telling yourself things that don't resonate with you simply won't work. So what do I do? I use something that is true. Which brings me to this quote by singer Christina Grimmie. She said, Confidence is not, I hope they like me. Confidence is, I will be fine if they don't. That's it. And the key word here is fine. Now, in my mind, I like to change the word fine to okay, just because it feels a little bit lighter to me. So practice telling yourself, I will be okay if they don't like me. And when I say okay, I really just mean okay. Not some toxic positivity nonsense like, I will be stronger, or I will be amazing, or I'll be the best I can be, and nothing they say they can stop me. None of that. Just, I will be okay. It might hurt. It might sting. I might cry. I might feel anxious. But I will be okay. And let's be clear. Okay is a perfectly good place to be. In fact, okay is where we are in most facets of our lives. It's almost neutral, right? Not good, not bad. And it feels attainable. More importantly, sustainable. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you won't get nasty texts from your ex when he finds out you went on a date, because you might. I'm not here to tell you that you won't get long-winded emails from your ex-mother-in-law when you start that business you always wanted to, because it's definitely possible. I'm not saying you won't see your ex-friend whispering to the person beside her when you walk into the school pack meeting, because it happens all the time. And I am certainly not saying that your date will go really well and the connection will be immediate. In fact, we often don't click on dates. Some versions of these things happen to all of us. And when they do happen, they sting. That pang of insecurity deep in your gut will come. It's uncomfortable, it's unpleasant, and maybe even takes your breath away. But the antidote is believing in advance that you will be okay when it comes and that you will be able to carry on. This is what confidence can be for you as a mom navigating divorced co-parenting life. Confidence doesn't have to be walking into a room with swagger and bravado and an air of, I can take on the world, but rather it can be walking into a situation as you and everything you have to offer and knowing, believing that even if they don't like you, even if they hurl slings and arrows, even if they cut you down, you'll be okay. And one more perspective I like to keep in mind. I've noticed that the haters tend to hate more when you strike a nerve with them. When you are doing your thing and living your life on your terms, they get nervous and jealous and often get louder and meaner when you are doing well despite them. And for those of us who are controlled in our marriage, any kind of independence and success we have post-divorce will undoubtedly bring all sorts of nastiness from our ex. It hurts. But once that initial sting passes, take a step back and look at it for what it is. A compliment. If they are that pissed, you must be doing something right. And trust me, in time, it does start to sting less. Since my divorce, I've been subjected to years of nasty communication. It continues to this day. 
And starting this podcast has certainly given more fodder to those who want to hurt me. Back in the day, I used to find it difficult to bounce back from the attacks. It used to push me deeper into my hole. But I can honestly and wholeheartedly say that I have come so far since those days. The nasty words truly do not sting like they used to, and frankly, have started to fuel my fire. I believe it can be this way for you too. You will reach a point where those shots fired at you simply fall at your feet and become fuel burning for you. And as always, what's good for us mums is good for our kids. Think about what you want your kids to see. Ask yourself in any given situation, what do I want my kids to learn? What do I want to model for them? Imagine if you could show them this sort of attainable confidence. They see your apprehension, you talk to them about it, how you're a bit nervous or you're not sure how it'll go, and then you do it anyways. And maybe your kids have the unfortunate reality of witnessing some of the shots that are fired your way afterwards. Or the other adults in their lives go so far as to criticize you to them or in front of them. It hurts them too and it's hard to watch. But when they are with you, they get to see and watch how a strong, independent mom weathers the storm and comes out okay. These situations, although challenging, are parenting gold. It's so good for you and even better for your kids to watch you be you despite the haters. I want to leave you with this quote from Alex Toussaint. I repeat it to myself all the time. And in case you don't know who he is, he's one of the instructors at Peloton. He often says in his classes, quitting is a luxury we can't afford. Isn't that the truth? We can't afford it for ourselves and we most certainly can't afford it for our kids. Show up, be you, and don't let the haters stop you from living because you really will be okay even if they don't like you. Even if they call you names, even if they criticize you to your kids, even if they laugh at you or tell you that you'll fail or call you a bad mother, even then. Chin up, healthy mamas, because you will be okay even if they don't like you. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And remember, healthy moms raise healthy kids. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review. And if you like what you heard, share this episode with other moms. Don't forget to follow me on social media. And if you want to learn more about me and what else I have to offer, head over to HealthyMomAfterDivorce.com. I can't wait to connect with you.